Hey there, I'm back. This is Love and Marriage Huntsville, episode 16. I think it's called Something Scott's to Give. Um, you know, we really didn't get a lot, a lot of major, major drama, which is good because we've been getting a lot, especially from Miss Wanda. Now, that doesn't exclude her from this episode of drama because, of course, you know, her and Marceau are still going at it. It is what it is. But um, let's talk a little bit about uh, some other things before we get into Marceau and Miss Wanda yet again. <clears throat> Melody is uh, a little bit concerned um, about the conversations that Wanda has had on social media, talking about her children, in particular her daughter's hair and all of that. And she didn't agree with the methodology that Marceau took, you know, coming out and, and attacking Wanda in the manner that he did um, instead of just having a sit down conversation with Wanda. And, and definitely not at this event. It just wasn't a time and place to talk about it, but it's not always the case, you know, in these shows. So Melody felt like first she wanted to give some positive affirmations to her children about being proud of their skin color and being happy with their hair, no matter the texture and all that good stuff. I mean, it looked a little, I'm glad that she did it, but it did look a little forced. Um, it, it looked forced, but I'm hoping that it's something that she continues to do that with her kids. You know, um, I think that, you know, for me as a young girl, I never had an issue with my hair. I never thought of, I mean, I have you know, curly hair, wavy hair, whatever. I never got into the hair texture situation. I always felt like I was fine. My hair was whatever it was. I had a relaxer for many years. And then I decided to get rid of the relaxer and just be natural. And I'm very comfortable with that. And we, um, you know, we see, you know, in the media representations of what's considered to be beautiful. And we're starting to see more of different variations of skin colors in ads and in with the hair and all of that. I remember when I first was going natural, how the models that you would see that were uh, modeling the natural hair products tend to have the same wavy, looser curl pattern hair. And that just wasn't applicable to a lot of us whose hair is a little bit more curlier, not quite that loose of a wave pattern. It just didn't match up to what the reality was. We've seen that same argument when it comes to, and we still see it when it comes to modeling lingerie or modeling clothes. You see the same type, the same um, structure, the same body type when it comes to modeling clothes. You don't see, even when it comes to plus size models, you tend to see um, the models probably, even though she's size 8, 10, maybe even 14, um, small waist, large hips, big butt, um, uh, large breasts. You know, she's shaped up like a, what do you call it, a pear or something like that. When actually you got women who have large fupas, you have flat booties, you know, you have different structures, different body types. So. Um, so just, you know, we, we're still we're still working on that concept about we need to advertise all different shades, all different body types. It's not just one body type. So um, I'm glad that she did that um, affirmation, even though I think it was a little forced. So then she Melody said, well, you know what? 
I need to talk to Letitia because Marcel didn't do a great Marcel. Martel didn't do a great job of addressing the issue. I'm gonna go and address it from Letitia's standpoint. Now I don't know why she thought that was gonna work. Letitia does not see it for Melody. <laughs> so when she called Letitia and she told Letitia about what her mother had said, Letitia was like, oh, pause, and then well, you know, that's really surprising. It was, she was not apologetic. She, she, she was just like, wow, I just can't believe this. And, you know, that's real interesting. She gave no type of apology because she really didn't care. Okay. She danced around it, but she gave zero apologies about it. Instead, she also invited the kids, her girls, to this brown girl event that she's hosting. She didn't invite Melody. She invited the girls. She was thinking that Martel can drop the girls off and that'll be sufficient. And she was like, well, no, Martel's not dropping any girls off. And this is a girl's event. Why would Martel even be there? I will be there and I will bring the girls. That's not what Letitia wanted. She didn't want Melody to be there. And, you know, even at the event, when they had, okay, so they had, so Letitia at the event, she's co-hosting it with her cousin. When Melody walked in the door. You can see the look of like, why is she here on her face? You can see the look of disappointment on her face. It was it, it was so obvious. Letitia is so bothered, okay, by Melody. Very bothered. So they went on, they had this great event. They talked about, you know, the colors in the crayon box. If they ever have, you know, the girls ever had issues with trying to find the right color that would match their skin tone. And they had another young lady who had the same issue, and she went ahead and created her own um, color line of different shades of brown, really empowering. I was glad to hear that the girls, you know, were accepting of listening to what was being said and being proud of who they are, whether you are very light or you're very dark. It doesn't matter. You're still beautiful. So Destiny is there, and so is Kimmy, and Destiny... um. Destiny, Kimmy, and Melody are all sitting down and in the corner or whatever. And they're talking. And Destiny was like, you know, I really would like, you know, to have this. She invites them to a, a girls retreat. And Melody was like, okay, I'm open to it. You know, Kimmy was like, oh, okay, you know, no problem. I'll go. When Letitia comes and Destiny asked Letitia about attending the event, Letitia looking like, what? Like who invited? Like who all's coming? You know, and 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 that seems like everybody that's sitting here. And she, the teacher's like, oh, um, well, how long is it? And she said, oh, no more than three days. She's like, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Letitia was sitting there like, girl, I don't see it for Melody, but she didn't say it. Then the teacher's like, well, can we just? Well, oh, then Destiny changed. Said, well, we can do it for one day. And she was like, okay, I can probably manage that. Then she goes on. She's like, well, can we just drive our own vehicles just in case we just want to leave? You know, Letitia was given all the excuses of like, okay, I don't want to have to deal with Melody if possible. And I want to be able to get up and just leave on my own. I don't want to have to deal with Melody because, you know, she claims Melody is a mean girl. And yeah, Melody is a mean girl. And you're very passive aggressive, Miss Letitia. You're so annoying. It's so your passiveness is what drives everyone crazy and sees through you. So, but anyway. Letitia agrees to go reluctantly. 
Melody gets up for a moment. She said, let me go check on the girls. Because Melody was feeling the energy was off. And it was. So then her and Letitia and Melody get a chance to talk. Because Melody stops Letitia and was like, look, I felt the energy was off. You being negative, blah, blah, blah. And everything. I want to go on this trip. I want to have a good time. But I just want to make sure we're on at least the same page. No, Melody, you're not. <laughs> you're not going to be on the same page no matter what. So Letitia was like, well, you know, you, you know, the last time we went on a, a, a trip, you were really mean spirited towards me. You're telling me about how my husband implying that my husband hasn't been faithful out there. Now, Letitia, um, Melody has implied it. And Wanda still implies it. It makes me wonder. It's like she's so close off from any conversation regarding Marceau and any cheating, perhaps. But okay. Um, they finally come to an understanding. And they're going to try to move past all their problems. The issue with that line is this. Letitia doesn't move past these. Letitia constantly keeps the mess going. Letitia will use her mom. She will drop hints. She will be passive aggressive. Letitia doesn't let things go. As much as she says, let's move forward, watch how she comes and throws some stuff in Melody's face. And I didn't say Melody is a good girl, because Melody is a mean girl. Don't get me wrong. Melody is a mean girl. But Letitia is one of those, like, you know what? I can't, I'm not going to confront you head on. I'm going to just drop hints around you to let you know I'm still bothered. I'm going to dance around the subject to let you know I'm still bothered. That's how Letitia operates. So I noticed that Kimmy kept saying, wow, Destiny, I'm so surprised that you, you know, you got, you, you were able to put this trip together and everybody's agreeing to go. She just got on the scene and she's making it happen. I kind of got the feeling after the second time when Kimmy made a comment about how Destiny was able to get into the group dynamic and quickly put an uh, event together or events together. I, I kind of got the feeling that Kimmy was feeling some sort of way, like not in a positive way, when she kept mentioning it. Like the first time she said it, I was wondering. And then the second time she mentions it, I was sitting there like, Kimmy, are you a little jealous of Destiny being able to get into the group so quickly and 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 put things together and people are agreeing to attend her event. I mean, I don't know what it was, but the fact that she kept saying it made me take pause and look at Kimmy a little bit for a second there. Like, okay, Kimmy, I got my good eye on you, girl. <laughs> so anyway, uh, another conversation they had. Let's get away from the girls. Let's talk about Martel. Martel goes and meets with, I think, like I said, I think he's a real estate investor or developer, one of those. And a broker. I think he's a real estate broker. So he's working on the deal with the 47 acres, okay? He's working on a deal. He got some investors in there and finally got it, you know, um, was asked, you know, asked uh, Marceau to come on board to do some construction and all of that on the, uh, I think Marceau is doing the construction on the um, corporate side and Martel's supposed to be doing the work on the residential side. So everything's all said and done. The contractors are out there and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, right? Marcel come, Martel comes to the office and he tells the broker, he said, look, I'm dealing with this divorce. I wish I could have sold that land months ago, but I didn't. Now I'm in a situation where I, you know, everything has to stop because I can't sell the land. And 
the guy is like, the broker is looking at Martel, like, what do you mean you can't sell them? And he said, yeah, I just, at a, it's at a standstill right now. I just can't do anything. And that's a question that I was wondering, like, why is it that he can't do anything? Um, I do understand that Melody's name is on all the business transactions. I get that. But if he wants to sell, I don't see where he had a conversation with Melody to say that she doesn't want to sell. I mean, I'm kind of confused about it. I don't understand the whole thing, but whatever. He told the broker, he said, look, I can't sell the land at this point in time, blah, blah, blah. And the broker was like, look, we already have a contract on this. Work has already begun. You trying to stop the brick, put the brakes on everything right now is going to cause additional legal action that's going to go left. You understand that, right? And Martel was like, yeah, I do understand it. You know, it is what it is. So I don't know if Martel is putting the brakes on things because he just don't want to have to give half of the proceeds to Melody. I, I'm not really sure legally what's going on here. But for him to risk being sued by the contractors is just not a good idea. He's going to lose even more money that he doesn't have. So I, okay. So that's that. that that's that deal. So then we get to um, Martel and him having a conversation with his mom. He goes to his mom's house and he brings the kids over there and they're doing, you know, making cookies. He's very happy. This is a peaceful time in his life. He's really excited about it. And so then finally sent the kids into the bedroom so him and his mom can talk. And he's talking about you know, the kids are, you know, asking him about if he has a girlfriend because Melody supposedly has told him about daddy has a girlfriend now. And then he goes on and he lets his mom know that his girlfriend is expecting. So it's this is really disappointing because you can see she was just really dis, just really disappointed. I think she's seeing what I'm gathering is this. I think she's seeing her life play out through Melody all over again because she's got really upset. And um, I believe that she sees a pattern with her son and how everything that he's doing is playing out very similar to his father. And it's just not a good look. And she didn't really want that generational curse to happen. And it's happening. I think that's where she's coming from, from an emotional standpoint. So, you know, Martell is disappointed, you know, but, and he keeps bringing up that Melody had an affair. And like, I don't even know where this is coming from, but anyway, so that was the situation with his mom. Now let's go to good old Marcel. Lord have mercy, Marcel and Wanda. It's just not going to work out. They just, they just not going to make it. <laughs> they just don't see it for each other. It is what it is. So Marceau, well, before we even get to Marceau and Wanda, let's go to Marceau and his brother, Maurice, because at the beginning of the episode, <clears throat> you know, Maurice comes by to see Marceau and he was like, how are you feeling? Because, you know, Marceau was in an accident. Um, somebody ran into him and then he ran into someone else. So, you know, Maurice was like, how are you feeling? What's going on? He said, my stomach hurts. He was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would your stomach be hurting? I would expect you to say like your neck is sore or something like that. So they get to talking about the um, the camping trip. And Maurice says, look, you know, Martel was there and he was very open. He was very honest. And he talked about a lot of things about how things are, are affecting, you know, what he's, you know, a lot of things going on and how it's affecting the kids. And so Marcel was like, well, which kids? He's like, 
his kids. And Marceau was trying to, because Marceau didn't heard about um, uh, the girlfriend being pregnant. And he was trying to get it out of Maurice. Maurice wouldn't. Maurice knew where he was going with it, with the line of questioning, but Maurice wouldn't go with him on that. Maurice was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about that. We're not doing that. So, you know, I, I think that on that camping trip, had Marceau been there, would Martel be as open about his situation? I don't know. I don't know if Martel would have felt comfortable because I just don't know if him and Marceau are back in a place where he feels comfortable talking or speaking around Marceau. I just don't know. It's a real weird situation. So, I, you know, we're going we gonna, to we gonna let it go. We're going we gonna, to we gonna let that one ride for the moment. So anyway, as we're still talking and we're still dealing with everything, um, let's get to Marceau and Wanda. As you know, Wanda had to keep the kids. She kept um, kept Marceau and Letitia's kids because Letitia had to go somewhere for a few days for school. Then um, she also has custody of some other other grandkids, so she stayed with a bunch of kids in the house. And Marceau was very uncomfortable. Letitia comes back home, and they're all trying to have a conversation. And Wanda is questioning, you know, why would she, you know, she asked a question like, well, why would you need to, um, why would you schedule to go on a trip the day before Letitia comes back home? Okay. So she's putting like little crumb, more breadcrumbs into Letitia's head. Then secondly, she said, you drove your Mercedes. You have a pickup truck out there. You're going on a camping trip. Why would you take your luxury car? And he was like, because I don't want to take my work truck with me on a camping trip. I wanted to be in my own car. So then she goes on and just saying, Miss Wanda, well, who was in the car with you? You know, she keeps insinuating about Marceau not being faithful. Marceau was like, there was nobody in the car. Uh, if there was someone else in the car, don't you think in the police report, they would have said there was such and such in the car? You know, and Wanda just continues on. They're back and forth. Wanda's like, you know, Marceau's been disrespectful. Marceau is saying Wanda's been disrespectful. There is no cons no general consensus between the two of them about what's what, right? I um, We get to a point where Marceau's like, you can go ahead and leave. Just like you came in the door, you can go ahead and walk out the door. Wanda's like, look, <laughs> when you want me to babysit these kids, Letitia, you have to bring them down to... um. Where does she live? Uh, wherever she lives in Alabama, I don't know, not Huntsville, but wherever she lives. And it was just a mess. It was a complete mess. So after she leaves out the door, you know, Letitia and, and you know, uh, you know, Letitia and Marcel go back and forth about, you know, why Wanda is disrespectful. She steps out of bounds. Wanda does step out of bounds when it comes to their marriage. Wanda does talk too much. Wanda constantly attacks this man in his house. You cannot keep doing that. If this man, you don't like this man so much, you're here for the kids, but yet you're talking to him about things that you shouldn't even be talking to him about. The whole situation about you thinking that he's cheating, that's not your concern. It is not your business, okay? And you're under this man's roof. You got to be respectful. If you cannot be respectful, if it bothers you that much, then that means that you don't need to be in this man's household. She doesn't get boundaries. I agree with Marceau. She doesn't understand boundaries. So Letitia naturally gets in her feelings and all of that. And um, 
you know, then they get on the argument about, you know, Letitia feels like my soul wants her just to stay in the house and be a stay-at-home mom, which he does. Now, I will agree with Letitia on that. She does want Marceau. Uh, I mean, Marceau does want her to stay home and, and watch the kids. So <laughs> that is true. You know, he denied it. That's true. We can see that. Then Letitia, she's going up the stairs. She said, look, I'm tired of arguing. I'm going to take me a shower. And then, by the way, why did you drive, you know, your fancy car when you could have had the, the truck? You know, she goes ahead and she ends up repeating what Wanda was saying to, re to reaffirm what we've all been saying about Miss uh, Letitia. Letitia uses her mom as her mouthpiece. Okay. Letitia complains to her mom, knowing that her mom is going to confront whomever about whatever it is that she's complaining about. And she doesn't say anything. She lets it go. And that's what the problem is. Child, this was a, this was a good episode. A lot going on. I can't wait till next, uh, next week on this camping trip for the girls. We're going to see how that works out. Talk to you later.